Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepath. And I'm Travis Walsh. And this is the show where Travis and I are breaking down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. And right now we're at Season 5, Episode 10, The Great British Fake Off. <laughs> but before we get to the show, got a couple things, a little house, housekeeping to do. First of all, as everyone knows, you know, I, co- I coach Little League. The season ended um, about a month ago. Uh, so it's time for Coach's Corner. Cheers. Yeah, just a sec. Is there a Rudy Pantuso here? That's you, Coach. Speaking. <laughs> all right. So, <laughs> number one, we didn't win a game all season. Lots of reasons for that. Uh, I'm not going to get into the politics of the little league and bringing in ringer teams. I mean, uh, I talked to the I talked to the kids. They had lots of reasons too. Mm-hmm. Lots of reasons. I mean, uh, <laughs> there was one that topped the list. Uh, what was that reason? <laughs> well, coaching, Johnny. <laughs> well, <laughs> they all had a great time though. They yeah, made a lot yeah. of friends, and they're still hanging out and playing ball, but. Last year, I volunteered to coach one of the all-star teams. And this year, they were looking for volunteers. And I was like, I'm not going to do it. I don't have time. And no one was stepping up for a while. And I was like, well, I guess I'm going to do it. So I did. And at the last minute, I actually had uh, two other guys uh, step up. So I'm coaching the it's the 11-, 12-year-olds. Uh, I'm coaching the blue team. They give me 16 kids that I got to rotate mm-hmm. around. My nephew's on the team. And this game we played was amazing. It was so good. It was it was amazing coaching kids that were, where you're not teaching them how to play baseball. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just there to be a coach. Right. And <clears throat> like as the game started, I know these kids that kind of recognize me like, oh, that's the guy in the tie-dye whose team doesn't win. He's our coach. Mm-hmm. Great. And uh, we won the game in the bottom of the six. We were down 10 to 11, and we won 12 to 11. There you go. It was awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, it was so much fun. These kids played. They they all, both teams, played an amazing game. And uh, afterwards, every one of these kids uh, came up to me and with, like, total sincerity in their eyes. Uh, we're like, thank you, coach. Thanks. You know, it was awesome. It was a great way to end the season. Awesome. That's great. Yeah. Now, the other thing I wanted to bring up was I noticed on Twitter, and this is Legends News, everyone. So, you know, it, it's on topic. Uh, that I was, you know, always looking to spread the word about the show amongst Legends fans. And I started following something called Gwyn's Shorts. Gwyn, uh, Gwyn Davies being the part that Matt Ryan plays in season seven. And I, I looked into it, followed him, and it's an audio podcast. It's, it's available everywhere. It's audio drama done in five minute increments. Uh, basically, in wrestling uh, uh, parlance, uh, fantasy booking right. um, a season eight. Sure. And they were lo- looking for auditions for people to play Gideon or something else. So I slid into the DMS there and introduced myself and the show Gideon guys here and wished them luck. And kind of jokingly, I was like, Hey, if you're ever looking for a McRory, you know, just give me a holler. I, I do a pretty fair invitation. And uh, Z who uh, is the creator of the show got back to me right away and say, can I send you some lines and for an audition? And I'm like, yeah, sure. They sent me the lines. I knocked, you know, I, I, I could tell you, Travis, knocked him out of the park. <laughs> Fantastic. And uh, sent him in. And now they made a public announcement. Uh, you saw it on Twitter. Welcome yep, me. I can't to walk that back. Yeah, <laughs> I know. You know. They're stuck with me now. Yeah, uh, that's awesome. So, well, it's awesome because I'm, hey, I've always had an obsession with voice actors. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You know, it's a really, it's a huge interest uh, of mine. Cool. So, you know, do a little voice acting. Yeah. It's fun. Great, man. Yeah. And it's, with, uh, and it's with you, with your fucking, your boy. <laughs> yeah. I get to, I get to be the voice of my favorite character from Legends. I mean, come on. That's pretty, that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's pretty right. So everyone check that out. Uh, look up Gwyn Shorts. It's 
uh, available on all kinds of platforms and uh, check it out. Cool. But right now, let's get to the episode. Travis, the synopsis. With Sarah recuperating from her latest battle, Charlie starts to notice something might not be right with her. Still searching for the loom, Constantine and Zari find themselves trapped in a 1910 boarding house with a slew of out-of-time encores. Meanwhile, Ava, Gary, and Rory, Rory take a trip to hell while Nate and Charlie hold down the Wave Rider. Mm. All right, so let's get started. Uh-huh. It starts off on the Wave Rider, and Charlie's uh, telling them about what she did with the last piece of the loom. And it's a flashback to ancient Egypt. And she gave it to the Enchantress. Mm-hmm. And I always forget, like this is the third time, fourth time, maybe I've rewatched this. Mm-hmm. I always forget that the Enchantress is in this. Okay. She's uh, a DC character. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I know she's also a Marvel character as well. How do mm-hmm. they differ? How do they differ? Well, the Marvel character is a Norse goddess. Yep. Involved and... with Thor. Yeah. But I mean, and, like in terms of like what, what they can do. Um, magic. It's uh, <laughs> about it. I, I guess. Uh, Don't they both do magic? Don't they both do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what I mean. <laughs> yeah. She, she was m- most famous as a member of the suicide squad. She was even in the, that first suicide squad movie. That was a piece of shit. Gotcha. Uh, the, the character's name is June moon. And when she says the word enchantress, she's possessed by the spirit of this ancient witch or something like Jim that. Moon, man, <laughs> let me stand in alone. With it's no like loo- with no loom of my own. <laughs> it's always fun. Whenever I think back to this season, um, the previous episode, Zari Not Zari, and this one are always the ones that I barely remember. Yeah, I like oh. this one uh, more than that one. Yeah, so do I. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for for a lot of reasons. Mm-hmm. But it always it, it's funny to me. I just like, oh yeah, I for, I always forget that the enchantress is in this. Like that, mm-hmm. that's cool. And so when Charlie's telling the story, by the way, love the hairstyle. Those long blue braids that weave that that's a look okay. that I appreciate. Cool. And she tells him everything about uh, Lachesis being the leader of the fates and they can't find the ring because the enchantress uh, hit it somewhere where no one can ever find it. So they're like telling Constantine to figure it out. And, uh, and Z starts talking with Nate and uh, he's like, well, maybe you should use that totem because it works for you. And she's like, no, no, I'm not going to use it. And she's not going to mourn Bayrod because she's putting it out of her mind because they're going to get him back no matter what. Uh, she tells Nate that she met the, uh, the OGZ in the totem. And uh, he says, uh, yeah, I'm a sucker for warrior women from other time periods who eventually leave me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's a mouthful, but they got it out. And mm-hmm. it's fine. Yeah. Same joke. They did the same joke uh, the last mm-hmm. episode. So mm-hmm. it's fun. Uh, and this is weird. They they have them almost kiss and Constantine breaks it up. Yeah. Never go back to this at all. Yeah, I don't know why. Really. They, I don't know why they did that because. Yeah weird yeah. because then it lessens like whatever is going on with her and uh and uh constantine you know what i mean it makes you think that there's going to be a love triangle and there exactly. is not there is not maybe they walked it back maybe they thought better of it who knows yeah, yeah it wasn't good for zari's character i didn't like it that she's just like kind of <laughs> you're pretty too and like they happen they happen so like quick like this happens and then it doesn't seem like it's that much longer where she ends up on top of Constantine and they both have their little moment too, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like too close to each other. It's not fair to the not fair to the Zari character. No. Who and again, like she's still a she's a really good actress. Um, but I think just the way they're writing her, and it's cool that she like buttons down and is like all hard in business here at the beginning. And that like again, yeah, it really is like a Kim Kardashian. Like this is you know, when she's in the boardroom kind of thing on that show. Um but she, you know, she was she was good at. She had subtleties uh, in her performance uh, when she was the former version of herself that I'm still just they're not there as much. I think she, she plays this one a little more broad, but the, but we were seeing whispers of it. And I feel like she's she's pulled back. It is it's interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I wonder if she was to- told to, OK, you're getting you're becoming a little too human too quickly here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um because I don't. Uh, there's times when I when I like her in this episode, and, there, and there's times when when I am just still feeling a little 
like like I said, like I said, that like I feel like they did her dirty, but also I don't know. I, I I'm not in love with this version of Zari as much. It took me a while to warm up to her. Yeah. Because I really liked the original version and I thought this character was too broad at first too. But eventually it, it takes a while. It, it's even though the actress was already on it, it's always a, a thing with this show when they introduce a new character and it takes them a while to find the voice. Like I remember when, when season two, when they introduced the Nate character, I mean, at first you're like, who's this Breckenmeyer looking motherfucker? He stinks. And then I never you know, said that. I always liked him. I've always liked him. Uh-huh. I just said he had a real Breckenmeyer quality. And I got, that's, that's a fucking compliment, man. I was always mm-hmm. a Nate fan. Don't, no, okay. you, don't, anyone could go back in. Zano. Go I was back. always pro Zano, man. Uh-huh. Pro okay. Zano from sure. the start. Uh-huh. I always said how comfortable he was, man. I thought he stood out. Like, he felt like a pro from the start. Anyways, let's keep going. Anyways. So, well, here's the thing. The whole reason, and this is why the, the Nate thing uh, sticks out, is because I think that the writers and the creators realized how much chemistry Tala Ash and Matt Ryan had last season, every time there was a scene with OG Zari and Constantine. Because hmm. I, I noticed it. And I think that's why they're going with the very odd couple of them becoming a couple. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, I think it, it's it, got to it, be the only reason because it's so it's maybe. so out of left field. And they act well together. Like I don't. Again, just story wise, it seems a little. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. Well, Constantine's got to be fucking someone. I yeah, mean, yeah. There's that part. That's part. That part makes sense that he that he's like that. But you know. Uh, Dave. Anyways, we'll see where it goes. You know, it made me think about that that when we when we lost all our viewership when I ma- when I mentioned the shipping community, and this is totally this is where all of this comes from. Like all these little things that we've. Ta- I think they may have thrown in that little thing at the beginning there. Uh, could the new Zari and um, Nate get together, kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And it made me think about how it, this the shipping community is essentially the same as. Um, those people, the, the, uh, us, uh, when we were kids and we were super dorky about who could Spider-Man beat the thing? Could Spider-Man beat the thing beat the Hulk? And it always makes me think of um, how Stan Lee, the, the, that quote was going around the other day. And he's like, the answer to this is simple. It's if I write the Hulk to beat Spider-Man, then yes, the Hulk could beat Spider-Man. But if I write Spider-Man to beat the Hulk, then yes, Spider-Man can beat the Hulk. Right, it's all about the hands of the creator. <laughs> so that's what I think, and that's the same thing with uh, this whole like it's just a, essentially people writing their own fanfic again, kind of like um, you know what you were explaining, but in a yeah. in a very niche uh, little you know community where you have these hypotheticals, um, and I think that's the uh, yeah to them as somebody who um, was that dorky guy who 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 was into that shit. I apologize to the shippers. Watch the numbers go up. <laughs> yeah, you, it's been a year, but we're going to walk that back now. <laughs> so they're all at uh, Constantine's house in 2020. And you see something's wrong with, with Sarah. Hands are sh- shaking. Uh, tells Charlie she's fine. She's like, you looked at my sister's real form. You know, you know it's, it's not fine. So Constantine's uh, trying to cast a spell. To find the to find the ring, and he's got to use all the team's auras as energy, and so they're all holding hands. And you see, Sarah sees like what Ava's about to do, and uh, and passes out. Once again, once again, and we'll talk about it when we get to the IMV. Once again, sidelining Sarah Lance this season for another entire episode. Yeah, I was starting. I was going to check the di- director thing. And it's not her, is it? She didn't nope. direct, did she? No, the, the, this, this, what's going the, on here? What, what, what's don't the know. point? Hmm. Don't know. It seemed it, I, there was a lot of like a groundswell of more Constantine, more Constantine. Does so, she, does she, um, does she come back for the, or, or does she direct? Uh, oh, she does back? eventually direct more episodes, but, but not not, this not one. right away. Not or not no. like the next one. Like, cause remember they gave her time off. Right. No, too. no, no. Interesting. Maybe they just worked it into her contract. Yeah. We're going to get, you have one chill episode or something or a certain number. Who knows? Mm. Does she have to, does she have other episodes in the future seasons where they kind of write her out as well for an episode or two? Uh, not really during uh, the next season is the COVID filming season. So, you know, they, 
really separate a lot of the characters into various other adventures and places hmm. uh, because of dealing with that aspect of filming a team show during COVID, which is right. has its challenges. Mm-hmm. So like Sarah's off doing her own thing there in that season for a while. Okay. And uh, it isn't, you know, but she's in every episode. So, okay. All right. And directs and directs. Yep. So the ring appears. Uh, Constantine and Zari go for it and get sucked through a portal uh, where she. This is always like he falls right. It's like 20 feet, right? Lands on the floor. She falls 20 feet right on top of him. And it's just like, oh, this is kind of sexy and awkward. I'm like, she would have snook at him, right? I mean, that would have hurt. Jesus. Yes. Well, I didn't mean that version of the. Okay. Like a, yeah. Okay. Right. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, frog splash. Okay. Right. Like, yeah, is that course. better? Much better. <laughs> so they're in the past. It's Constantine's house. It's 1910, and they're greeted by this woman named Mrs. Hughes, who's uh, running it as a boarding house. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, and so, what what did they think? They did. They don't know the reason why they're there, originally, right? Well, like they how, know the ring. It, like something didn't quite work. Is that there? Or they know the ring is there. They know they the ring is there. Yeah. Okay. That's where the ring is. Okay. That, that's that's all they know. Yeah. 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 It was a cool set piece. Um, I I thought it was a little confusing as to why it. Um, I don't know. It all started to make more sense as it went along. Uh, for sure. It was almost like a clue. Um. Yeah. You know, game kind of thing. Oh, I got the clue vibe as well. Yeah. Uh, very much so. Um, and then Dr. White arrives at the door. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're going to hold off. Yeah. We got many of them. So, because yeah. yeah. the, the reveal, and he, he's pretty, he's clearly suspicious. Yeah. And, uh, uh, Constantine Zari lie that they're engaged so they can stay together. And there's a lot of this. There's so much, well, you know, they're going to get together, but they're going to have to bicker constantly because sure. every scene yeah. is them bickering. Sure. Just like every Jennifer Aniston film ever. <laughs> <laughs> Z tells him about her influencer empire. He starts bragging. She shuts him down. And uh, he casts a spell trying to find the ring that leads to Dr. White's room. So Z gets the doctor to go downstairs to give her an examination. because She's not feeling good. Uh-huh. While Constantine searches the room. Now, Dr. White, here's where you clearly know something's up. Yeah. He wants to get her in her room, and uh, she takes off all creeped out because he, he doesn't see a ring, notices there's no luggage, and then you see he's yeah. got a blade. And I remembered the first time I watched it, I was like, looked at the way the guy looked, saw the blade. It's a time travel show. I was like, oh, this is Jack the Ripper, right? Yeah, me too, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Now, I will not include Jack the Ripper. What? As part of our Capones, because we don't know who the fuck jack the ripper was he doesn't count okay. i don't right. think all right that that's my call i'm making that call on this one all right. we have more than enough capones to go around yeah <laughs> so in the room uh he, he attacks her and constantine uh kills him like snaps his neck and looks at her he's like oh it's fine it's jack the ripper and he knew what the, he knew the whole time uh he just didn't tell her and he wakes up because he's an encore and his blade turns hell green because yep. we get all the hell weapons in this one too. Right, right. Which are a lot of fun. There's one particular hell, quote unquote, weapon that cracked me up. I, I didn't see it coming. It was I thought it was so funny. So they turn, uh, they, they knock him out again, tie him up with a rope. Now more guests arrive. It's Bonnie and Clyde and Henry VIII uh-huh. and Brutus uh-huh. and Black Caesar, whoever the fuck that is. So that means it's time for a really huge, how many Capones? Mr. Capone, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I canceled tickets to the opera because I heard there was new players in town. Good, good God. See, I thought you were going to split them all up, man, with each one, each person that shows up with each one. I thought you were going to really make me work for it on the uh, editing. Uh, oh, I wouldn't do that. That'd be ridiculous. I thought, I thought that was of what i was hoping for in terms of ridiculous anyways well, if you want to well, do okay well, no, what are we what are we doing here who we who we got first let's start with um let's start with black caesar i have no idea who black caesar is neither did i i looked uh, him up he yeah. may or may not have existed 
Okay. He, like, no one's quite sure. Kind of like, like a Ponce de Leon sort of situation? Sort of. He, he yeah. was rumored or whatever to have been on Blackbeard's ship and then broke off to do oh. his own thing. Yeah. So a legend of sorts? Yeah, a legend based uh, oh. on someone who really... Ooh, hey, yeah. nice. So, what's your score uh, for I, Black Caesar here? I don't know. Three and a half? Like, he was like... Uh, he looks like he was... Uh, you know, he, 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 there's a really... Uh, um, the, the, it's not the same anymore. It was a hotel in Vegas called Treasure Island. They used to do shows out on the... Uh, yeah, I remember that. I, yeah, yeah, they do shows on the ship kind of thing. He'd be one of the guys on the street that you'd see trying to sell you uh, things for uh, strippers. <laughs> He'd have nothing to do with that Treasure Island performance. With that accent. Yes. I don't know. It, I, like, what do I know? Like, uh, maybe it's, oh, wow, that's perfect. You know? Could be. It, whatever. It just, it felt caricature-ish, regardless. So you gave him a high score, though. Oh, sorry. Pardon me. Right, right. I'll go the other way. Uh, eight. Eight. Uh, I'm with you with eight. Black Caesar was so over the top. I looked the guy up. He started in Canadian football. Huh, the uh, actor? He, yeah, he was a Canadian football name? player. I don't recall off the top of my yeah. head. A Canadian football player who's had a nice little career in bit parts in uh, TV shows. Sean uh, Millington. I swear I've heard that. Yeah, we'll see. I wonder if he played for the BC Lions. I bet you he did. Hey, man, there's a lot of stuff shooting here. <laughs> yeah, he's... He was, Way too, I mean, he made the, the Pirates of the Caribbean look uh subtle, you know, really leaned into him there, didn't he? Really leaned into it. Uh, and <laughs> he is from Vancouver originally. Oh, uh, yeah, let's see. CFL career he played for Edmonton, Winnipeg, and then the, the BC Lions before his retirement in 2002. Nice call. His last, uh, his last, oh, looks like he was back in 2005 for a cup of coffee in Toronto at one time for that, but. It, Looks like he kind of like he's from Vancouver originally. Interesting. Ah, I went to the same university as me, Simon Fraser. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And talks about here. Oh, he's in. Are we there yet? That's cool. Underworld Evolution. Yeah, he's Blade. been in a bunch of stuff. Blade the series. That's great. Now he, he also does uh, private investment advice. Oh, really? I didn't. I didn't know that one. Yeah. He's been inducted into the BC Sports Hall of Fame. Really? Yeah. There you go. Wow. I almost feel bad um, that I don't from the eight. <laughs> Yeah, he's a, hey, as a as an actor, he is uh, he's a, a Hall of Fame. He's a BC Sports Hall of Famer. Uh, <laughs> that puffy shirt, though that 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 was one hell of a Seinfeld puffy shirt they had. This, yeah. this guy in. the deep dive we just did on Black. I hope it's not going to be that much for the rest of these. <laughs> well, yeah, the, okay. Go. So next up, Brutus. Now I'm going right. to go first this time. Okay. I'm going to give Brutus a three. I liked Brutus. I, I loved the choice. I loved the choice for the ancient Rome guy to just do an Italian accent. I didn't really <laughs> it was notice so that. so funny. It was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, so, it was fine. Um, it's closer. I'd go. Uh, I'd go five, closer to the middle. There, he's better than uh, better than the other. I didn't love him. He had a he had a few reaction shots. Mm-hmm. Like, when, like, he's like almost gonna yeah. stab Constantine. That's in a the big back. thing, right? Like, like yeah. I think for all of these guys, um, uh, Black Caesar, you know, whatever. Um, remember when we'd see Bugsy uh, Siegel just making these uh, glances and quick uh, movements mm-hmm. and things with their, you know, quick little cutaway shots. Um, <clears throat> I, like if he if we I think if he just had to do more of that, I think he would score him high. But whenever they gave him lines, I think that that kind of hurt him a bit. And now I uh, just got to split them up. Bonnie and Clyde. Let's go with Bonnie first. Ah, I thought she was great. She really carried a, a lot of the scenes. There was one line where I I wasn't. She gets mad really really easily. She's mm-hmm. really yeah like that. She made a lot of decisions. I mean, maybe she's being directed to uh, uh, just really be a, like have this hot temper. They're both like really kind of fiery. Like the you know they they're kind of running on a cliche as well. And they can't they can't walk in there and be Beatty and Dunaway. But I I thought she was great. I'll give her a two. I'll give her a three. I'm so I'm, I'm right there with you. I liked her yeah. a lot. And last but not least, Clyde. Clyde. I'm, I'm going to go first. Okay. For Clyde Barrow. I like this guy. I thought he was a lot of fun. I'm going to yeah. go two, two okay. of him. I yeah, and maybe maybe I'd, I'd switch. We'll switch the two. I I, th- I think I liked her a little bit more than I did him. But he's like, again, same thing. Like when he's like 
putting up a glass kind of thing. Like he was good at the little things, uh, uh, mannerisms and stuff like that as well. Yeah. Wow. It, it's it a big one. It's been a while since we had any in it. Oh, boy. Yeah. And there's a, okay. In the, the final episode of the season, there is a Capona Palooza that we're just not going to do. Cause you'll know, All you'll right. understand when we get to it. Okay. But this is the Capone season. Mm-hmm. There's not many next season. There's only a handful because the theme is outer space and aliens. So oh, actually, okay. now that I think about it, they're, 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 there's a good amount, but not like this. This is just, just, yeah. just Capone's a plenty. <laughs> so on the wave rider, Sarah's in a coma because her brain is broken. And I don't know, WB contract, uh, not WB, CW contract shit or something. I don't know. UPM. UPM. They're all the same. I actually read a story recently. They said that when they would make the sale to next star, the CW said, we'd like to keep ledges of tomorrow and Batwoman because they noticed they had a small, but steady and growing um, fan base mm-hmm. and Warner brothers were like, yeah, we're sick and tired of play, uh, paying the rent for the stage, uh, the lots. And, right. and the sets and everything and that's what it was interesting it all came down to money hmm. and the fire sale that was just the beginning of it that's all it was interesting mm. and you saw okay you tweeted this let's we had to talk about this the 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 tweet about the cw and the the, the executive who says well the, <laughs> stats, the stats show that our average viewer yes. is 58, 58 years old, years old. <laughs> and you're a big chicken johnny yeah, well, once again, this is much much like when people like say, "Well, the average viewer of WWE is is fifty eight years old." I'm like, "Well, yeah, but the the adults own the own the Nielsen box, but the kids are in the house. That's mm-hmm. kind of how it works." Because mm-hmm. the CW during the day and, and others have has a lot of stuff that older f- folks would like, but I mean, there's the great meme that came out of it. But Grandma's not fucking flicking the bean to hot Archie. Okay. Gross. Uh, or they, or they are. I don't know. What do we maybe, know? But maybe they are, man. I don't think so. Don't, look, young people don't. They stream it. Too. That's some of them. Someone else pointed out. They're young like, people don't watch uh, cable television in general. Well, that's what I'm saying. That said that most of the the young fan base of these shows and Riverdale, they stream it. They yeah. wait for it to go out on Netflix and they stream yeah. it. That's what they're doing. They're not yeah. watching TV, but yeah interesting commercials what fuck commercials yeah. <laughs> i mean shit i got so used to not watching commercials i just got youtube tv so i could watch mm-hmm. aew and and turner classic movies and i'll put on i'm like oh such and such is on and i'm like i can't fucking sit through these fucking commercials I go, <laughs> how did i do this my entire life <laughs> yeah oh man and just watching regular tv finding putting the tv on and finding something to watch is not easy in our house man it's, just, it's uh, not it's, it's scrolling through shit, so this is on. It's on TV as well, you know. TV, you got to be better. Be better, remember when he hits it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so on the bridge, Gary and Nate show Ava that the uh, the prognosticator is showing like every encore is moving through time to one place, and that'd be Constantine's place in 1910. And this is so overwhelming it breaks the gizmo, and they just figure Astra. It must be behind this. She's sending him after Constantine. Ava just gets pissed. She's had enough of this Astra. Mm-hmm. Grabs the fucking hell sword and says that, you know, I'm going to get her to stop her. You know, <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. It's, she later on, she's like, I'm ready to kill this bitch, basically. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what mm-hmm. they say. Don't, they say you're don't yell at me. B word. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so Gary creates a sigil. And uh, <laughs> this is one little throwaway joke. And I love they pay it off later. Ava tells uh, Charlie and Nate to fix the prognosticator. They're like, yeah, we're not tech savvy. And then, and then later on, there's like, I'm have a beer. <laughs> and when we yes. see them the next time, they're just sitting there having beers, talking about uh, Amaya and their yes. sex life. Yeah, really <laughs> funny. That was a great throwaway line. Yeah, it's really open ended, especially the way he reads it. Uh, <laughs> we'll have theories about it when you get to it because I'm sure you wrote that line down. Oh, I did. <laughs> um. Mick arrives, or Mickey, as it were, and uh, Lita uh, is like, oh, what's up, Mick? And the joke is, it, it's it's forced, but I like it. He's like, oh, she told me to go to hell. Where are we going? Hell. And 
Really good. Uh, no, they could have. They could have uh, given him a reaction or just any sort of kind of. He's thrill. fine. Well, sounds good to me. But they like they didn't do anything for it. They, 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 I thought it was good. I thought it was good. Um, it's like they didn't give the chance for the. It's like the, maybe, the joke landed. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's like maybe the joke landed. Maybe it didn't. We're, we got to keep going here. You know, it was good. I thought I thought that worked well. So Gary drinks demon blood. Mick lights the uh, the signal and they're off to hell. Um. They're in hell right away, and Mick loves it. He's like, "Yeah, this, oh, this is fucking great." And uh, he's like, "And that's when he said they're gonna kill the bitch." And Ava's like, "I'm gonna." And of course, Gary's like, "Oh, I don't know if we're allowed to say that uh-huh. in hell, Gary." And uh, uh-huh. Ava allows the B word because she's fucking pissed and like, "But we don't know how to find her." This joke I like too. It's like, "How do we find her?" Mick just grabs someone off the street. Goes, "Where's Astrid?" The guy tells him right away. <laughs> And Ava's like, well, that worked out better than I thought. Thanks, yeah, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> they walk away. I guess. I guess. Like, I mean, you can make up your own rules in hell, you know. Just land in the first, uh, you know, hellish person you grab has the answer. Well, she's famous there. Yeah, sure. Sure. Everyone knows. Uh, she has that hot club with all the, the hell strippers. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> Believe me, I had some hell strippers, but that... It wasn't about their location. It was. Yo. <laughs> so at the uh, the boarding house, Constantine immediately figures the encores are after him, but Z's like, well, maybe they're after the ring. So it's supper time, and he's got an idea. Tells her to stay behind. It's not safe. And he looks at um, uh, uh, Jack the Ripper when he gets this idea. And I, my first thought when I first saw it was, oh, he's going to cast a spell. So he looks like this guy and it'll be this actor, but it's Constantine or something. No, no. He just steals his jacket. <laughs> he just puts funny. on his jacket. That's, That's it. Funny. They blew all their loaf. They, they, they didn't budget for loaf. They blew it all on that one dork that they had to kill. Yeah. Yeah. Their loaf, <laughs> loaf budget for the, uh, for the, up. That was good. That's good loaf on that guy. It's the second time we've seen him. Yeah, I like solid it. Solid loaf. That's, but that's Buffy level demon yeah. uh, loaf to me. That's what the every time I see that guy, he just looks like an extra from a Buffy episode to me. Right, right. I hear you. So uh, they're at dinner and the encores are having this dick measuring contest about whose hell torture was worse. Right. Like Bonnie's like, well, I don't mean to brag, but we were tortured by Manaxis the mutilator. <laughs> yeah. That could have been Mick Foley's name, right? If, if it hadn't gone right. Totally. Totally. <laughs> and then I'm like, Oh, no, we didn't get to the other encore. We have one more encore. To, we have one more Capone. I forgot. Mr. Capone. It's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I canceled tickets to the opera because I heard there was new players in town. You got him right here. Yeah. Henry VIII. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, him, I thought he uh, was a stand-up. I, I thought he was. He had a, I love the way he really, like, leaned into the rolling of the tongues. Um, and, you know. I thought was, he was playing him a little fay. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like right. this guy had eight wives. I don't know, like eight beards, maybe. But I don't know about wives. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's the way it was back then. That's what drove the ladies crazy. That would explain all the killing of the wives, right? <laughs> I mean, you really. Now that I think about it, there you go. So I'm gonna give him uh, uh, three as well. Yeah, yeah, three. Good Capone. Yeah. Uh, so we're in the Hell Club, and remember the last time we uh, we saw Astra eating there, and it was some sort of. Uh, I don't know. Uh, some sort of uh, gosh. Lamb, oh yeah, it was like lamb. a lamb shank. Yeah, 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 shank. yeah, yeah. This I is think it's meant to be like goat. Yeah. yeah. Mm. She, you know the goat here is great, but you should really try the aphids. <laughs> these are big bugs, man. If I if I had mm. to show up at a restaurant and saw these things crawling around, I'd have to get out the heavy duty shit. I hear you. Mm-hmm. Some of the restaurants I do actually serve bugs, and people just don't know it. <laughs> so gary's being brought in by the guards and he cons her saying constantine's outside and ava gets her has a sword right to her fucking throat and she's like what are you talking about i don't even know what a fucking encore is and and then they explain it she's like i stopped sending them after i made the deal with constantine and mick's like kill her and ava just goes okay yeah she's down with it she doesn't want to hear any of this shit and she's going to kill her I'm like whoa ava got fucking hardcore in this one right here and gary had to stop him because what if she's telling the truth so we're at dinner and uh, of course they're having a roast because constantine's house whether it's 1910 
or in the present day having a last meal with his buddies places lousy with roasts <laughs> just, they're everywhere right constantine comes in dressed as jack the ripper um and zari was right they're all there for the ring and whoever gets it will get free reign on earth uh from astra and Clyde immediately is like, so what are we sitting around here jerking off for? Boom! It fucking kills Henry VIII. <laughs> yeah. And I love the way they poof out. It's a simple special effect, but yeah, the way the hell weapons work, I love it. Yeah, sure. And they do this very much season one legends camera spins around as they're all pulling out their hell weapons and mm-hmm. having a Mexican standoff. Yeah, I mean it was good. It, it worked with the with the kind of little you know in-house scenario they'd created there. I thought it was good. Like yeah, I, I liked they, it. They they earned it. Yep. And then Z breaks it up because she arrives as Cleopatra because uh-huh. like there's a Cleopatra wig up there. I guess, I guess. whatever. And some curtains. So, you know, curtains like the the curtains. I I get the yeah. wig. I'm like, oh, that's convenient. Whatever. Uh, and she calms everyone down. Because Cleopatra was a strategist and she gets them all to calm down because she's saving Constantine's ass. So tells them they should work together and they can march into hell with the ring and demand that they all go free. So they all agree at first. So we cut back to hell. Uh, Astra's meeting with uh, Ava and like, oh, where's the meathead Mick? And she's like, oh, he's out there enjoying the titties, the, the hell titties. Yeah. And uh, she's like, well, I'll see that guy again. And Ava mm-hmm. gives her this little, I love this, because it, it, one of the little things I like is the relationship between, I've mentioned this, like Ava and Mick as well at this point. When yeah. she's like, he'll be in hell soon. Ava gives her just this little look, raises an eyebrow that literally just says, hey, fuck around and find out, bitch. And mm-hmm. I loved it. And uh, she, she's like, checks and all of her soul coins are gone. She calls in the, the horny assistant, the mm-hmm. actual horns. Hey, uh, and uh, hey, it was hey, you know what? It's low hanging fruit, and I love low hanging fruit. Delicious. Mm, it's the best fruit. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, you told me to move him," and she realizes it was a shapeshifter, and throws a knife at him, and they all kind of freak out like shit, and they're like, "Oh, it's hell. He'll be fine in a couple of hours." Yeah. And and what did she say? He'll he will have learned something. I like that. Yeah. And uh, she realizes that it was hot hippie hell mom, like Lakesis, who, uh, mm-hmm. who took the coins. And she's like, shit, she's too powerful to fuck around with. And he was like, all right, we'll help you. Let's team up. And she's like, Asher's like, well, at least I got this one thing. I still got this. And she checks her Constantine coin and looks at it and says, who the hell is Vandal Savage? Hey, the best. Oh, man, come on. I thought we were going to see him again. But no, no such luck. I, did, I You know what? I, I loved it. I loved the reference. But part of me was also like, you don't know who fucking Vandal Savage is? He's Vandal yeah. fucking Savage. Yeah, that's a good point. All right. I, I I know it's the show poking fun at season one. Yes. You know, but once again, we love Vandal. So maybe I'm just yeah. saying, I don't want him to yell at me during the, the bit. So yes. I got to like put my nose right up his asshole. But... <laughs> so at the house, more bickering. She Constantine does admit that she shaved, saved him. And then the, the scene where all the encores are looking for the loon. And Bonnie shoots Brutus. He puffs out of nowhere. And I was really enjoying like seeing who's going to kill who right. next. The, the, right. the, the way they were hunting each other. I just yeah, I really like the a, pacing of it. It's kind of like a royal rumble. Who's going to... There you go. Yeah. <laughs> There's a hierarchy to these villains, you know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> who's over more at this time? Yeah, Black Caesar's not, make, you know, getting past oh, the... Oh, God, jeepers, creepers. They try to give him a Kofi spot, but that's about it. <laughs> so in hell, uh, Astra and Ava are bonding over their shared trauma. And uh, she tells Ava that, you know, uh, has raised her in hell and uh, how betrayed she feels and Gets Ava going on about Rip and how he betrayed her. And it's all a con. She was just playing her. Mm-hmm. She says, the story's true, but, you know, play it. and her goons get her and she grabs the hell sword. And right now we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back. State coordinates of new land acquisition. Oh, we know that big oak tree that got struck by lightning? Negative. The barn with the funny cow mural? Negative. One-eyed scarecrow? Negative. Giant water tower? You're not from here, are you? 
I've never seen him. That hardly matters. Robots don't know you. We do. Hey, how's your dad doing? For over 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services has built relationships first and plans second. It's your future. Let's protect it. Welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get back to the hell house of 1910, Travis, what else we got going on? Well, we got a lot of fun shows here on the Palm Podcast Network that have uh, been popping up uh, now and again, including our own here. Um, so check that out. Make sure you subscribe. Give us a nice review. All that five stars, those kind of things. Uh, aside from that, uh, Johnny and I continue uh, our our show uh, that we do live. We're going two weeks in a row here. Mystery Titans Theater. Mm. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Jarvis Washing Machine. So it's scheduling mistake completely on my part but everyone's excited oh geez just gotta get i gotta get drunk with my buddies and watch wrestling again whoops (laughs) whoops a daisy (laughs) anyways we watch old wrestling um and it's and it's super fun we said before you don't have to be a wrestling fan but it's great to have people on the live feed it's twitch.tv slash jarvis washing machine.com uh or just slash twitch.tv slash jarvis washing machine forget about the dot com it's uh it's always a good time we laugh so hard and and it's really cool to see we've got emotes now i got i just got a whole bunch more emotes approved so uh if you could uh, uh join if you're there long enough those will unlock for you too if you're in the chat if you're into that sort of thing um and I, i've started streaming on that uh, uh a bit more that's kind of what helped a bit us. more i get an email alert every night bit yeah, more. i've never seen you on there <laughs> i <laughs> checked like, out the one i checked out. look look i'll tell you like i I watch it. I just have a thing about watching people play video games. I immediately sure check out. Yeah. All right. All right. We're having fun now on there. Anyway, if you're into that, as I say, if not, if you can't make it live for that for for those live shows, come to uh, uh, we put them up on YouTube. YouTube.com/slash/c slash Jarvis Watch Machine. We are yeah again coming up here. It's a uh, our buddy the Outlaws or our group the Outlaws with our buddy Sean Whitaker. Nice. It's gonna be fun. Now's the time on the show where we like to check in with everyone's favorite immortal despot, Vandal Savage, and see what he's drinking tonight. It's time for Savage Brew. Ah, you heard that shout out earlier today. I did. On on your episode. They could not afford my ass. That's the problem. That's the me and Katie Lutz. We got the same fucking agent. Prick. All right. Uh, looking at Trash Panda, 5.5% alcohol. Hazy IPA from our good friends here, Parallel 49, just down the street. Uh, great stuff. Uh, great brewery out of Vancouver, British Columbia. Um, good times. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, you know, 5.5. It doesn't fuck you up too much because, uh, you know, I got to keep going, as you know. Um, it, things are going well, you know. it's uh, You don't want to end up on the couch again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I... I mean, that's the, the least of my problems now. It's just, uh, I gotta, I gotta provide, man. I'm a, I'm a, I look, I'm a virile man. Uh, I've been doing, I'm, I'm, I'd like to think I'm in good shape. And I, I like to try weird and funky things. Um, <laughs> fuck. Sometimes it's hard to keep up. Anyways, good beer. Uh, uh you have a, I don't know. Maddie's into some weird shit, man. Well, she hey, she worked for Clinton. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, trash panda. Uh, beer far too sophisticated for your infantile flavor palette. Goodbye. Fuck you. I wonder what kind of I wonder what kind of hell kinks Madeline Albright is into. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. got to be something. Yeah, this guy. I was thinking he was walking the walk earlier there. Now it's like it seems like he's having some second thoughts. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully they work it out. They seem so happy. Mm-hmm. And I, I am DB curious. First up, trivia. The enchantment on the ring that makes it only discoverable to one who does not seek it is similar to the enchantment placed on the Philosopher's Stone. 
by Dumbledore as the final test in both the book and film versions of Harry Potter and the Philosopher's Stone. Hilarious. Two out of two found that interesting. Three out of three found it interesting because I didn't know that. I was like, I'm not that familiar. I'm like, oh, that's neat. I missed that here. Um, I want, of course, a title is a play on the baking competition series, The Great British Bake Off. Mm-hmm. Have you ever watched that? I've seen bits and pieces oh, of man, it, and I find it seasons. I I find it charming. Yeah. As much as I can find charming reality cooking shows. Yeah. There's a, a Canadian one too. The the first season had what's his name? Dan Levy was one of the co-hosts. Hmm. Uh uh yeah, I, I don't know. We we it's hypnotic to us, man. It makes me want to I get it. Oh, I get try it. that shit. Yeah. I get it. I get the appeal, but for me, I mean, look, the only cooking show I've ever if it's going to be a cooking show, it's got to be dubbed and from Japan and kind of feel like wrestling. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say Iron Julia Chef. Child for a second. Yeah, Original Iron Chef Iron was great. Chef yeah, was yeah, my, yeah. That was my jam. It was hilarious. It was awesome. Every new version stinks because it, <laughs> it loses the charm of what Iron Chef's about. Hey, so here's a, Did you see that? What's your other trivia there? You got anything else? Because I got another. No, no, no. Go ahead. The events of Here I Go Again are referenced by Charlie when she asks that's, uh, Nate about whether Amaya channeled any animals while they had sex. Because mm-hmm. that's, that's when. That's when he says once, but right. That's his one throwaway. Like we heard, did we hear noises? Or, yeah, or is that just art? Oh my god! No, 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 you're right. Yes, you're absolutely right. Yes, yes. Holy shit! I didn't put that together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was looking at here, and I thought I thought that there was something here that I was saying because originally when I I'd heard him say it. I, I thought they left it really open ended, right? Yeah, well, it could once, have been like but... no, it, it could be once, but then the ship blew up because we were in a time loop or something or like no. that. Once, wow. but, or once, but it was my, it was, it was just because I brought it out of it. You know what I mean? Like, like he's uh-huh. uh, like, a, like, like once, it was not... once, but platypus sex not as hot as you think. <laughs> it's just yeah. confusing. Yeah. Once, because I wanted a donkey, but she had it uh, confused as to who was on the uh, receiving end. <laughs> Yikes. We've got a goof. <laughs> Henry VIII mm-hmm. introduces That's... himself as ruler of the British Empire. That's when I got here, too. Not only was there no British Empire at the time of his reign, England and Scotland wouldn't even unite into the United Kingdom of Great Britain until over a century after his death. 160 years after his death. Oh, okay. The term British Empire was only retroactively used. Well, six out of six... Yeah, it would have more likely referred to himself as the King of England. Which leads... Why why would I choose that? It seems like, all right, that's fine. That's pretty... That's some... I don't know uh royalty pedant or whatever sure but sure. it because it leads into our first viewer review six out of ten overall continuing the decline with the dc shows this these past few years from jack versus jack already mentioned in the goofs but it's a real shame that shows centered around time travel can't get a very simple fact about a historical figure correct Something tells me, maybe I'm, I don't know, because there's no names on, on the goose. Mm-hmm. Jack ver- versus Jack is referencing something he put in the goose. <laughs> right. Okay. But only two out of six found it helpful, Jack. Mm. And five out of ten, we've already talked about it, but I included this just for the sake of conversation. Sidelining Sarah Lance from W.J. Spears. According to IMDb, Katie Lance is not working on any other projects, so it's not clear why her character has been sidelined so much this season. Well, we know why it was at first. To some extent, Matt Ryan has taken up some of the slack caused by uh, the Sarah's absence. But in my right. opinion, John Constantine is nowhere near as enjoyable or as interesting a character as Sarah Lance. I think that Sarah's on and off again presence on Legends of Tomorrow was hurting the show quite a bit. That's not bad. I can, I, uh, I mean, I don't agree entirely, but it, I don't it, agree entirely, but I, but I, I, I think I can see yeah. that interpretation for sure. If like, she, cause she's one of the best actresses on the show. I agree. Um, That's and, what I'm, uh, yeah. And that, you know, you can use having her around. Yeah. Not yeah, every, I, want, I don't, I don't just pick, the, I don't only just pick the reviews that are I ridiculous. Know, know, every now and then someone's got a point. <laughs> Thought provoking. You know what though? Only one out of four found that helpful. It's all Lance heads. 
Mm-hmm. So we're back at the Hell House. And now we find, here's where we reveal my favorite Hell weapon. Black Caesar has a Hell compass. Oh, see, I thought that was just like a Hell extra bonus thing he had. No, it was like, a compass. I'll give you this too. I thought, I thought he didn't have a sword as well. Yo, he had he, no. He had a, um, a like a pirate's. Uh, yeah, pistol. yeah, yeah. Like a scabbard. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Like he had a pirate's pistol. But um, he has a compass. Okay. That he also has leading yeah. him to the ring. A hell compass. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. A I hell guess. compass. I guess it's just like, how, how am I gonna find this? Arr, arr. Arr, get out! No, I'll get out. Me hell compass. They call me Black Caesar. And uh, Clyde shoots him with a shotgun, hell shotgun. Uh, my, fa- my favorite of all the hell weapons, because we get, you know, hell swords, swords, cool, but hell weapons, you know, they become a thing throughout the rest of the season. You know, I'm a shotgun man. I was like, give me a hell shotgun. Yeehaw, motherfucker. Oh, uh, yeah. No kidding. <laughs> and Clyde shoots him, disintegrates, uh, takes off. And Constantine uh, and Zari, who were hiding, uh, they're trying to figure out how to get the compass. And he shoots him. Constantly picks it up. Matt Ryan's like, well, that was bloody convenient. And then it cuts to the next scene. Yeah. <laughs> Fun. So we're in hell. And we got the goons tying up Ava with Gary and Mick. And uh, Gary's saying that you know, he, he tried to fight. And Mick calls him out. You folded like a, you folded. Yeah. I think he calls him a bum. You bum. Like, mm-hmm. like a Casey Stengel. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, Ava's like, well, you know, at least when the spell wears off, you know, we'll just flash back to the Wave Rider because the spell had a limitation of like 24 hours or something. And Gary's like, uh, well, we have to be touching to do that. I'll go back. And Mick gets fucking pissed because he's got a soccer game uh, to go see his uh, daughter playing. And even like that, when he's like, listen, motherfuckers, we're going <laughs> to figure this out. I'm not missing my daughter's soccer game. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's a it's a really nice way to to work in that 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 he is trying uh, in this thing. It's good. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. It's the best development of the Mick Rory character is the is introducing Lita. It's the yeah, it's I know, the I know, best. I know, I know. Um, so Constantine and Zari figure out they figure out the Enchantress's spell is that you have to stop looking for it and stop wanting to find it. And how do we do that? And he's like, we drink, and they don't mention it, but Zari doesn't drink. Uh, she she observes mm-hmm. so astra confronts the fates and uh this is what i was talking about last time lakis is here hot hippie mom in that form-fitting uh black dress Looking i didn't notice the dress she was there i should go back yeah she's Boing. she's she's hot she's got it and she's Oof. got that that evilness to her too oh yeah she drips evil that's why that's why i think i'm so attracted to her yeah fairy godmother she wasn't nice let's see this is what somebody's got to be writing the fanfic of her you know and uh taking johnny into her lounge Mm, maybe i could convince uh the very family (laughs) the the, the very family friendly you're just uh, yeah you're still you just write this part but it's for what why did why do you keep calling why do they why does she keep calling mick johnny i don't get that (laughs) (laughs) that's really funny they're gonna regret giving me this yes, yes. <laughs> so Lakesis tells Astra that uh, her whole plan has been to train her to join him as the new third fate and she just wants to, you know, she's like well what about my mom you know Constantine you know said we can bring back my mom and uh Lakeisha is just like forget about that shit you know you're gonna be a god and uh you know you listen to what I have to say and this is when I love the robotic uh the robotic acting of atropus the the blonde killer because mm-hmm. she has no emotion and she just looks at her and walks over she goes do what she says sister always knows best sister knows so you're like oh she's the killer but this is the mastermind mm-hmm. she's the one telling her everything uh, telling her what to do mm-hmm. and astros goes okay fine i'll join but I, I just want constantine's coin so i could torture him and they're like oh sounds great and, and part of me was a little like yeah, for immortal gods who are super evil and all that, boy, they can get suckered real easy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever. Just all those. Uh, the, 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 I don't know if you, I, I keep meaning to say, so every time you see those coins, um, 
maybe th- do they look at all like something that has ever been handed out to any of uh, the kids you've coached in Little League? Because it totally reminds me of like one of my old medals for like, like most improved player. Oh, we don't have that. We don't yeah, have like that. that kind of thing or just some sort of, you know, city championship finalists or something like that. They have that kind of. You bite into it. Make sure it's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they rem- they're small. They remind me of Gelt. I don't know what that is. Uh, chocolate coins uh, oh, that sure, you get sure. that you get at Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. Good stuff, man. <laughs> I'd like to try it. Delicious, delicious chocolate gelt. So, in the house, Bonnie and Clyde uh, find Jack the Ripper in the closet. He fills them in on what's going on. And at the bar, Constantine's drinking trying to forget about it and Zari can't drink and won't and she's like I can't stop thinking about Bayrod that's why I need the the totem I'm not totem the totem I'm not, not what am I in season two well no she does mention the, the totem shows up a lot in, in this and she was wearing the totem that's yeah. why she feels so guilty because yeah. she was wearing the totem when Bayrod was killed and maybe if he had it he'd had had a chance mm-hmm. um the encores are on the hunt for them and uh, they hear them, and uh, Constantine tells Zari to run. It's his house. He, he can take care of himself. And the encores get him to break. So in hell, uh, Gary's boring everyone as Astra arrives. And as much as I love Vic and Dominic Purcell, and I love this too, because every now and then there's one of those weird Dominic line readings, which it goes something like this. Ah, you've come to kill us. About time I was getting bored. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And she isn't going to kill him. She frees him by cutting the ropes. And I laughed so hard at the... She cut the, the ropes cutting. just yeah, yeah, falling yeah, right yeah, off yeah, of him yeah. like limp spaghetti. It was yeah. so It was funny. like a kid's... Uh kids um like uh, elementary school performance oh my god exactly and uh ava tells uh astra to join us and offers her hand uh to her and we don't see if she agrees Mm -hmm. but then they poof onto the wave rider where again charlie and nate are having a couple beers and uh she asked that great throwaway line the great throwaway line mick just grabs a beer uh, from the cooler and walks away so the encores have constantine and uh, uh, tied up, and uh, Jack the Ripper is about to cut him up and torture him. And uh, Zari arrives as Cleopatra and uh, tells him to stop. And Jack's just like, she's one of them, dummies. And, and uh, they go after her, and the totem works for her. She embraces her superhero powers. Right. She knocks him out. He somehow dies. I don't, I'm not sure how he dies, uh, but somehow or other. Yeah, yeah, there's a deleted scene, yeah. Well, he blows away. I think he falls into a gun or something. Fell on a hell weapon. Go! Yeah, he just landed on it. It was in his pocket, his own little blade. Yeah, his little knife. Oh, wait, wait, wait. oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's what happened from now on. I don't care what actually happened. Like right Uh, in the ass. Oh, fuck. Oh, Christ. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So... And she kills Clyde somehow, too. I, I can't remember exactly how. Uh, bon- Bonnie shoots at him, and the, the, and the bullets ricochet from the, the wind and uh, takes out Bonnie, too. She takes out all these motherfuckers. And they're about to kiss. And then the ring appears because they stop thinking about it, and they get it. So they've got all of the loom. In fact, uh, one thing we forgot to mention, because we were talking so much about <laughs> death not meaning anything last episode, Right. There was the scene at the end where Sarah fights Atropus with the Hell Sword, and they open the hatch of the cargo bay, and she's like getting sucked. Uh, Atropus is getting sucked out into the time stream, and Sarah, the, the Hell Sword can't kill her, but can cut her arm off. Right, gets the ring. So they, the legends have the loom, mm-hmm. and they're about to kiss. And uh, as Nate and Ava arrives, like we're here to save you. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, fine. Guess we're too late. And they're walking out. They're like, look at all these hell weapons. They're really like, oh, yeah. They're like, are those hell weapons? Nice. Yeah. Picking them all up. Yeah. (laughs) I like it. Of course. Yeah. You should stock up on those motherfuckers. It's a great way to introduce 
like we got one hell of it. Let's get a whole bunch of them. How do we do yeah. it in one episode? Because mm-hmm. they're important to the rest of the season. I, I figured. And uh, and so Constantine uh, starts talking to Mrs. Hughes. Because here's how much I I forgot about Enchantress in this because I forgot she was in it in the beginning. <laughs> and the entire time in my notes, I'm writing, "What the fuck is up with Mrs. Hughes? Who's she supposed to be?" What is this? I'm like, why is she like totally down with all this crazy weird shit? Mm-hmm. I, was, I, I, I was like, okay, she's going to be a reveal of some sort at the end here. And I, sure well, who. yeah, yeah. And I was associated with all Constantine's house is also a, the house of mystery, which is a DC thing. Right. It was the name of a book, but it's actually like the house of mystery is a thing. I'm like, is mm-hmm. this one of the house of mystery? characters? No, no, it's, it's the enchantress. She was there the whole time. And uh tell you that's what they they called my pants in high school. The enchantress? <laughs> no, the house of mystery. Because <laughs> <laughs> nobody ever came. Nobody ever entered. Or came. <laughs> okay. Well, no, we got high school. It's happening a lot. Probably too much. That's probably the pants. Look at it happened again. The house of mystery. Well, there was also the other one, the House of Secrets. So, uh, yeah. No. So on the Wave Rider, you know, the totem's working for Zari. Gary uh, hugs Constantine, who's happy to see his pal. And all's well. The team's all together until Astra turns around the corner and Constantine sees her. Like, oh, fuck. And uh, she's now part of the team. And tells mm-hmm. them they have a loon to build. And so we're our, this is the official I mean, it takes a while yeah. for it to sit in. This is the baby face turn. The Avengers have assembled it for this yeah. season. For uh, for Astra, though, this is the baby face turn. She's now a member of the Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, uh, all in all, I like this one. I think this one's fun. It, it's not one of my favorites, but I think it clips along good. It makes yeah. me laugh. <clears throat> I think uh, uh, the addition of, like, anytime you throw in a bunch of uh, a room full of uh, people from historic events and give them a set piece to you know, work around and stuff. That's a, mm-hmm. that's a recipe that I think you kind of have to, you'd have to, you'd have to work hard to screw that part of that up. And that really has to carry a lot of this scene or of this episode. Um, so yeah, I really liked that. Um, uh, as for, Oh, uh, the other one, I will say, uh, the, or as for the other plot, I mean, um, I think this is one of, uh, what's her face? Uh, Jess McCallan. Yeah, one of her best performances. I agree. I thought she was good uh, um, and really showed that she could kind of drive um, uh, a bit more. I mean, they make the jokes about her being, uh, they call her captain and stuff like that. But but this really was like like her having to carry uh, full scenes here and everything. That's so. a good That's a good point because maybe it's, they are trying to establish them as co-captains. It, that yeah. becomes a thing. And it was kind of iffy the way they've written her. And in this episode, she's fucking as kick-ass and, and like, I mean, she's ready to kill uh, Astra. She's yeah. like Sarah here. She's a badass warrior woman. So yeah. maybe that's a little, to give her a little time to shine. Mm-hmm. That's possible. Which leads into, uh, who's your MVP? That's what I said. I oh, said you didn't say MVP. Uh, Jess I agree. Jess McCollum's my MVP for this yeah. one, too. You're not going to go with the uh, BC. I mean... The the, the MVP of uh, British Columbia Sports Hall of Fame, oh, Don Millington. We can't we can't uh, forget about that. <laughs> All right, Travis, that was a lot of fun. Thanks once again, everyone. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out Gwyn's. Oh, excuse me. <clears throat> oh, Travis, I forgot the name of my new show. All of a sudden, Gwyn Shorts. <laughs> Gwyn Shorts. Uh, it's on nice. all you can't get it on Apple Podcasts yet, but it's on Spotify and a whole bunch of others. Look it up. Super cool. nice people. They were so welcoming to me too today. Like That's my right, phone man. was blowing up today while I was at work with just thanks. Because they he, you know, they posted they, everyone got to hear hear the audition. It was you know, they were very nice, very complimentary. And uh cool. so I'm really looking forward to that. So check that out. Check we mentioned uh before uh uh off mic uh, check out our friends over at Bebo's Legends Podcast on Instagram. They just yeah. they, they've been interviewing some They've interviewed some of the, the cast. They're interviewing a lot of the writers and directors of various episodes. That's uh, really cool. Very interesting for Legends fan fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, be sure to check out Mystery Titans Theater live on Twitch. It, it, we say every other Saturday, but we're breaking that rule this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, just uh, follow us on social media. Guys, Giddy and I 
on Twitter. I retweet all of when we're going to be on Twitch. It's Jarvis Washing Machine on Twitch. It's Jarvis Washing Machine on YouTube for Mystery Titans Theater. Check out all the other great shows on the Quam Podcast Network, the few that remain as we're... <laughs> but there's big plans. That's big, right. That's big right. plans in the future. Exciting stuff coming up. Exciting stuff coming up. Uh, and we will talk to you next time. Adios.